Hello, everybody. Hi, Morgan. <laughs> oh, we got tunes back this time. All right, cool. Hello, Ashley. How are you doing? I shouldn't be singing because this is a, a, a horrible ass read. Yo. That we just had. <laughs> But just gets more and more, like oh okay okay depressing sad, sad. depressing sad. as oh my fuck. god welcome back everyone I feel like we thought we needed therapy for shadow and no bone. this is it this no, was the girl. book this was the book we needed therapy for no this was it yeah after every chapter of Addie Larue. As short as they are, two pages. And I'm just like, damn, I need a drink. It's why I bought the wine this time. I was like, these couple of chapters, I'm going to need that. I'm going to need it to get through. And I'm just like, okay, every book has a point where, you know, it turns around for somebody. Things might start off bad, but at some point things get better for this person, not right? For no, not for Addie. No, not for Addie. No, she just, she's it just, just gets worse and, shit and worse. And squalor. And she's just like, this is my this life. Is this is what I asked for. Still right. here, 300 years oh later. My God. The fact that she's lived for that long, can't say her name, can't tell other, yeah. other people her name. It has no way nope. of putting her mark really on the world herself. Like, how do you live like that and not go fucking mad you know what i mean like how yeah it's 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 a lot it's a lot yeah so let's go ahead and kick off this shit show with chapter 16 so in this chapter Addie has made her way to le mans france uh it's july 31st 1714 so obviously this is after her whole incident where nobody remembers her from our town she's made that deal le mans is not what she remembers it this was the town that her dad would go to like sell his his woodwork would would go to like sell his stuff and she remembers it when she was able to go with him it being a completely different experience than what she experienced when she came back on her own yeah full of like wonder and just like great smelling foods and all of these markets and just like the, a whole different world yes now it's just like dirty and and people are pushing and shoving yes. and she's like hungry and she can't get her footing and it's just like she's it's it's just like when it rains it pours it has poured for yeah. Addie so yeah so she doesn't remember Lamont's being like that and it's kind of a rude awakening for her like she's like shit you know nobody knows me she's still in the tattered jacked up wedding dress yeah so nobody's really paying attention to her because i'm assuming like they just think she's a beggar or like a homeless person so it's almost like being invisible already like you're already invisible but like looking like that makes you even more invisible and that's exactly what happens like people are looking at her like she's filthy she's dirty she's not worth their time and that's what happens when she gets there because of this she decides to steal a horse it's no, the bread the, the that was bread. on the horse, right? She she slaps the horses, uh, she slaps the horses butt or whatever, and gets it to cause a commotion, and then she's able to like steal bread. But she does ultimately decide, like, yeah, I can't no. stay here. And then, but it was that's when she decides that she's gonna, you know, it was the, this was you're right, but this was the scene where I wrote down like she tries to steal, she gets caught, and. These people try to attack her, which I'm sure it happens in 16. No, that's not that's not the scene. Yeah, no, where she goes to the horse. No, 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 no. That's that that happens later. This is the scene where she slaps the horse's butt and causes a commotion, 
and she burns her hand, but she realizes that it heals. Oh, wait, no, wait, wait, wait. Is no. it? Oh, yeah, wait, wait, that's wait, not wait, wait. Are right. No, you are right. She makes the decision. You are absolutely right. I am so yeah, sorry. Yeah, she makes the yeah. decision to go to Paris after she's attacked. Granted, you're it's, right. She it's does. not that she. Okay. I understand history wise that during these times, people would take justice into their own hands, right? So if they saw yeah. somebody stealing, that was it for you. You got beat the fuck up or something before the quote unquote police or whoever authority was coming to get you. So, th- yeah, but still, correct. Like, so, Girl, I mean, guys, right? Come so, on. like, this is what happens to Addie. She makes the decision to steal because she's hungry, she's tired, she's, you know, and she gets caught, which is upsetting. And then they immediately try to assault her in a sense of, like, oh, we're going to cut you or we're going to cut, like, your hands or we're, you don't know what we do to thieves type of thing. Take yeah, a exactly. Of flesh or something yeah, yeah. like that. Yeah. And so, Addie, being a quick thinker, she struggles and she's able to get out. She stabs the one dude because it's two, it's two guys. She stabs the one and she makes it out. At the same time, she herself was stabbed. Yeah, because he pushes her off into the right, other guy has who a has knife, a knife. Right. And then yeah. she herself is stabbed. And this is also another point where she's a mortal currently, but that doesn't exempt her from feeling pain or getting cut or bleeding or anything like that. Granted, her wounds heal, but she still feels the pain and everything that comes along with getting hurt. And that's what happens in chapter 16. She has that and then she makes the decision. She's like, I can't stay here. I can't stay in this countryside. I have to go to Paris. Like we've been saying, these chapters are short. So chapter 16 ends with her making that decision that she wants to go to Paris. She wants to go to the city or whatever Paris was at that time which we find out later on not the best yeah not the best so moving on to chapter 17 chapter 17 takes place in new york city and it's march 12 2014 she's found a bookstore like we said addie's essence to survival or surviving without going mad is the arts movies photography books anything that has to do with the arts right she finds this bookstore called the last word and she goes in and okay Because I think we've constantly had this where I'm interpreting the italicized words one way, but then you're saying they're another. So in this chapter, I wrote the darkness speaks to her. He asks her to live with him, to be his love. Dude! Yes! Yes! Girl, I wrote in all caps. I fucking knew it. I? I fucking knew it. Obviously. And she replies, you do not know what love is. And I was like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> I. <laughs> but that, you, okay, but like, this is kind of what we were, we were talking about earlier on, right? In like the last couple episodes. Yeah. Where we had said, okay, we know how their dynamic started, right? We know how yeah. it began. But after 300 years, what is the dynamic? What is this dynamic between the cursed and the person who cursed her? And now we know. I need to know. Now we know. I need to know. He and feels also, way about her. What prompted him? What prompted him to speak in her ear when she passed the poetry section? Like, you'd be writing little poems for her. You'd be whispering in her ear little sonnets. This is what I'm saying. I'm wondering throughout her long life, right? Has he been whispering in her ear this entire time? Trying? Granted, maybe he started off whispering in her ear to get her to let go of her soul so that he could obtain it. Yeah. But I guarantee you that shifted at some point. That had to have shifted to the point where you're like, okay, I don't even want your soul anymore. I'm seeing how you're utilizing this time. And I've grown to 
sit there and watch you. And I'm sure it started off as entertainment, but now I think like it's just developed into maybe an infatuation and an obsession on his part because maybe this is the longest he's ever had to wait for a soul. Do you get what I'm saying? Like, oh, yeah. This, this is what, ah, yes, okay. Awesome. I want to see it. I'm just, And I'm just like, oh, Vicky, you're really making me wait. And I'm trying to be patient. And I have not waited this long for something to come up. So I am like, oh, it's like it's taking some time. And I know it's supposed to be like a slow yes. burn. But girl, yes, girl, you're going to make me flip through these motherfucking chats. It is. It's, <laughs> it's definitely a slow burn because we're getting everything like very slowly we're getting all the information very slowly it's not hitting us like yeah and i'm not used to that like i'm used to you know reading stuff and it's like boom for instance shadow and bone within that very first chapter we was already on a roll right main characters were dying right. and shit and i was like oh my god we're, that's why we were like saying this is unlike no, anything that we are used to yep. reading it's very like it's a very slow introduction. So when something does happen, I'm like, <gasps> exactly, because I've read how many pages of this book and now I'm getting the darkness. Yes, it's like 110 right. pages of misery. And now the darkness and is like something big hey, happens. Yeah. I love you. Come live with I'm me. Like, oh, like, God. There's another surprising thing in chapter 17 at the yes. bookstore. Addie meets a boy who works at the bookstore who looks just like her man, her dream man. Okay, okay. So I was confused by that. And that's this is what I wanted to okay. ask you. She says, and for a moment, he looks like him, but it can't be him. And I'm like, Addie, who? Him who? is the darkness. Are we sure, though? So, or is she referring no. to somebody else? Well, I mean, I, maybe, maybe she is referring to the darkness because she said his eyes were gray instead of green. Yes, this is what I mean. So my thing is, the way, at least the way I interpreted it was... She met a boy who looks like her dream boy. And we both know after reading the last couple chapters that the darkness took that form in order to make her mm -hmm. more willing to curse herself. Right. But if this is a person who was born, not made the way the darkness had done it, then there'll be similarities to what she wanted in her dream guy, but not everything exact. And now we know, as we read it, the eyes situation. So I interpreted it as... She's met somebody who looks like who she dreamt about and it's not the darkness. It's not the person who cursed her. So that's confusing to her. But my thing is like, She's also met other people who look like who him. have similarities She's slept with other people. But see, that's the difference. Similarities like, oh, the hair matches the curly black hair, but maybe the bone structure doesn't or maybe the skin tone matches, but the hair doesn't like she slept with people who have similarities who remind her of. But it's, but not, it's not spot, spot on. on feature now, for feature. and this, this boy's name is Henry. Henry has these spot on features. That's why she was confused when she saw him. She probably thought, at least that's what, the way I'm interpreting it, she thought it was the darkness. And why Why uh, wouldn't you not think that after he just whispered in your ear? Come be correct. with me. Okay, that makes like, more sense. That makes more sense. At least sense. that's how I was interpreting it. Yeah, I was genuinely, genuinely surprised when Henry ran after this bitch out the store and was like, um, you're going to have to pay for that. And I was like, yes. oh, my God. Yes. Oh, my God. But how do you do that? How do you That's do that? That's what I mean. Oh, my God. So this, 
right. I think this all circles into this is the loophole. He is the loophole. Yes, that's that's what I was saying. I was like, okay, so is did he break? Did he just break mm-hmm. the curse? Like, is that the moment that just broke the curse? Could this be? I don't it? know if it's broken the curse or if he is that if he is the loophole to the curse. Do you know what I mean? Well, how how could he per se be? That's the thing. The loophole. To well, the that's, curse, so. uh, that's the thing. Like, I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. Because for him to be able to remember her. Well, we don't know enough about right. him. But though. for him yeah. to be able to remember her, to run after her after she left, mm-hmm. that says a lot. Because he should have forgotten her the moment she moved as soon as out she of his sight. Out the yes, door. he didn't forget her. Yeah, we need more. We it, need more right. information. We need about more him. information about Henry yeah. because there's obviously something there that has been put into place that maybe the darkness doesn't know about. So maybe the, this is one of the other gods that she used to pray to. Who put this in place. Do you know what I mean? <gasps> that would be fucking sick. Because oh my god. Why would the darkness provide her with somebody who looks like the person she dreamt about all those years ago? And have this person remember her just to what? You know what I mean? Like your end game is to get her soul. Why would you put somebody on the right. earth who remembers her? That's not going to make her want to give up her soul to you. That's going to make her want to live. Want to continue to live. Because now she has somebody who she can make a life with who's going to remember her mm, unless you kill him but that's the thing though like why put him there just to kill him to make her suffer but she's already been suffering she's been suffering for 300 no, years no to make her like the, the the last suffering like if that's her last love that's the thing like i don't know like you said there's more to it that we have to find out by reading yeah. but like there's definitely something special about him where he can remember Addie, and nobody else has been able to remember Addie. agreed so yeah but moving into chapter okay i was about to say chapter 17 there's no chapter 17 that's the other thing that i like about this mm. book we go into part two and the chapters restart yes from it's one. almost like a like oh we're like we don't remember. Oh, that's actually what interesting. Oh. That's interesting. I was trying to explain it to Markel last night, and I was like, "Cause do you get it? Cause nobody remembers her, so she has to start all over." And Markel again. was like, "Oh my god, get it, get it." <laughs> he was like, "You're a nerd," and I was like, "Shut up." <laughs> so we get into chapter, or not chapter. We get into part two, right. chapter one. Mm-hmm. And wait, this... wait, wait, wait. Can we just say it's part oh, two, and then the title under that? Oh my god. Yes, yes, please, please do the honors. So obviously the titles have meaning and significance for the entire part of the book that they're talking about or that we're reading about, right? So part two is the darkest part of the night. Like, oh, does that mean Does that mean the darkness is coming? Does it, what does that mean? From the rest of what I read, yeah. That's some heavy shit. Okay, so part two. The darkest part of the night, chapter one, because now we're starting over. And chapter one is set again in New York, March 12th, 2014. But we are no longer in Addie's point of view. No. Um, I wanted to ask you because I remember, we remember how the art piece at the beginning of part one had significance to the story. Mm-hmm. Do you believe that this art piece as well has significance to part two? I was trying to figure out how it Mm -hmm. might, but I could not decode it. I know it's called One Forgotten Night and it has seven small white dots that stand out amongst like the black background. So I'm thinking maybe we'll get a little bit more into the shadow. Yes, I think so. I think I think the painting has a lot to do with Addie and the darkness and how that 
and how they intertwine. Yes. Because she okay. has like, it all comes back to Addie. Addie is the main factor there. Yeah. And that's why I was like, maybe it'll have something to do with how like she and the darkness intertwine. But then, as you said, we get into the story and it's, it's from Henry's, Henry's point, point of, view. of view. And I was like, oh, yeah, so Oh my God. Yes. It's really interesting to like read it from his point of view because we've only been reading from Addie and it's been super sad. Right. With Addie. But now it's almost like, okay, we gave you all the sadness. Now we're going to provide you with a different perspective and a different person to get involved with. Right. To like look right. at. And I was so excited. And then it was more sadness from a different person's point of view. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Come on. Look, man, Henry's been through a breakup. I can totally relate. <laughs> oh, stop. I read that chapter like, all right, Henry, me and you was in the same boat. What's going on? Damn. Yeah. So Henry went through his breakup with Tabitha. And I was like, who's Tabitha? Right. Who are no, you? No, seriously, because... <laughs> question mark no because it seemed to have impacted him very much right like very much yeah. so yeah so it was interesting to read that type of heartbreak because the type of heartbreak we're reading from Addie is loneliness of like never yeah. being able to have anybody it doesn't matter who it is anybody remember her and this loneliness from Henry is a voluntary one because it's a breakup so it's it's that somebody doesn't want to be involved anymore and so it's not that nobody remembers for Henry. It's somebody's choosing not to. So it was interesting to right. see, at least for me, reading that. The two dynamics. Right, exactly. It's loneliness yeah. for both of them, most definitely. But it's just two different types of loneliness. Yeah. But then as we get deeper into his mm-hmm. story, we actually find out as he goes to the play with um, his friend B. I think it's B. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So as he goes to the play with his friend B and he's watching his friend Robbie perform as the Goblin mm-hmm. King. He's like getting turned on and he's pressing his fingernails into his palm so hard that it like bleeds. Mm-hmm. And he's remembering like memories of them as kids and stuff. And B turns around to him at the end of the show and he's like, yo, are you good? Are you good? And he's like, yeah, it was just really good. And we're like, oh, okay. So there's a little bit more context to you here. So not only are you going through a breakup with Tabitha, but you're also bisexual and you haven't told mm-hmm. anybody. So there's a lot of there's a lot of layers yeah. to Henry that he's not. just not addressed. And he also talks about how um how he's dealing with like these storm clouds that roll in and that his family doesn't quite understand. He just graduated from college. They want him to get a real mm. job. <sighs> Boy, I can relate. I can relate to exactly. That. <laughs> Five years later. Right. You definitely can relate to that. <laughs> Bills upon bills upon bills. Don't nobody want to pay. (laughs) But yeah, so it sounds like he's dealing with major depression and anxiety. And I'm by no way a therapist, y'all. So if that that. that is the case, me and Henry are two peas in a pod. Two peas in a pod. Bruh, make it three. (laughs) Three three peas in a pod and a wine bottle, my friend. Uh... But yeah, it just sounds like he's going through a lot of shit. Like he has a lot of shit going on. And he's just, he's just like he doesn't really have a a lot of people that understand or anybody, quite frankly, that understands what he's going through. I bet you that Addie does. Oh, bet you. totally. 300 years of experience. Uh, going to come in and crush his life. She's going to he's going to be like, where have you been? Yeah. She's going to be like, listen here, cracks knuckles. <laughs> Let me tell <laughs> Sit you. Sit upon my couch. 
sit on my therapist couch. I got, I got you. you, boo. But yeah, he just got a lot of shit going on. He ends up going to the, the cast party afterwards and Robbie's trying to get him to dance and he's like, no, no like right. I can't do with, I can't deal yep. with this. He ends up hooking up with this girl just to like release some of his pain. Like after he takes like a shot with some drugs in it, just to like release his pain. And that's pretty much how the night ends. He's like, I know that. Like this is what she wants. This isn't really what I want, but I'm gonna do it because it's you just know, to, it's it's just else? a reliever. What else do I have to lose? It's something to do. It's it's it's, it's just a stress reliever. It's it's just to be able to yeah. have that that high of the endorphins for that little bit that you don't you feel like you don't have to think about anything. You feel like you don't have to nothing. It's just that little bit. Exactly. So it's like it's sad yeah. and it's a different. It's a different type of sad. So it's just like, damn. Just listen. Listen, Victoria. All right. I'm going to need you. I need some happiness. I need some happiness. My heart hurt. Yeah. My heart hurt after that one. I was like, damn, Henry. I thought, I don't know what I thought. I just thought maybe you were going to have some good news for me. Not even a little bit. Um, Not even a little bit. So that that was chapter chapter one of part two. two. Another breaking of of our heart like Addie was already yeah. heartbreaking enough now you're adding henry into the mix and it's another heartbreaking soul to have to become attached to just in the hopes that they get some type of happy ending bro i feel like these two are gonna get together and all that's gonna happen is just they're gonna break each other down <laughs> <laughs> it's just gonna... um so then we move on to chapter two still in new york still the same day but this is in Addie's point of view again so we're back to Addie. i loved this chapter as sad as it was do you want to talk about it can i yeah go ahead okay yeah so Addie is full-on expecting to go back to james's apartment and james rolls up from shooting like "Ah, ah, ah, i'm home she's like fuck i don't get no peace none damn all i wanted me was a bath and a bottle of wine so she ends up trying to go to another person's place where she remembers that they have a key. At first, I thought she was going to an apartment. And it turns out it was actually a rooftop yeah, of an yeah. apartment. So I was like, I know damn well you're not about to sleep on the roof. But she doesn't have anywhere else to go. No. So she's on the rooftop and she's talking about how she spent two months with this person named Sam and how they had like a really, really like long love affair. She calls it a love affair, but she was in love with this person. And I was like, oh, Sam, okay. He's an artist. He's this, he's that. And then she's leaning over the roof. She's looking over Manhattan saying, this is pretty much as quiet as it gets up here. It's pretty nice. And she hears people come from behind her. It's um, a group of friends. And then she sees Sam and she's describing Sam. And then she says, Sam has this blonde hair da, 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 and pink streaks up her arm. And I was like, oh, Sam is a girl. Oh, Sam is a girl. Yeah. <gasps> I mean, but we, oh! we knew this because we knew from the beginning Addie is fluid. We did. She's, exactly. she's into everybody. So like it's, it's interesting, right? Like to have a character. It is. It's. Yeah. Yeah. It's so interesting. It caught me by surprise. But I was just like, all right, all right. I want to see what's yeah. going to happen. I want to see what's going to happen. Like as she's describing Sam and she's describing the relationship that she had with Sam, she was describing it was so fucking 
beautiful. Like you can tell how much she loves Sam. And it was completely different from the way that she was describing how she was with Toby in the mm, beginning. Yeah. Like you thought the relationship that she had with Toby in the beginning, even though it was quick, like, it was two weeks. It, it wasn't was long. It was really yeah. quick. But the way that she described herself restarting every day with Toby, like she would wait for him. They do the same thing. They would go home at night. It was completely different from the way that she was describing the two months that she spent with I Sam like- and how Sam would like talk to her and be like, oh, you have stars. Like she would describe her freckles as stars and how she would touch her face and like it it broke my heart. I feel like for Sam, Addie definitely pulled like a 50 first dates. She had to have probably made Sam fall in love with her every day for the last two months. Every In order day. to like make that every work. Every fucking day. Like honestly, and even as we're speaking about it, like I'm tearing up right now. Was yeah, like we know the way she's talking about Sam. Sam had to have been one of her seven loves. Had to have been. Most definitely. Oh, absolutely. I wrote that yeah, down. Yeah, Sam I wrote had that to down. Have been Sam is definitely. One of the seven loves. Definitely one of her definitely. seven loves. And like, it's yeah. crazy to see the dynamic and like how she describes, like you said, the difference, the difference between how she describes mm-hmm. her two weeks with Toby, that relationship to the two months that she had with Sam. It's, yeah. it's just wild. And her describing like how hard it was for her not to go into the yeah. alley, oh, the alleyway, yeah, the bar yeah. to go and restart the days again with mm-hmm. Toby. That was difficult. Like, even that was difficult for her describing how hard it was not to chase after Sam, not to fall into the same repetition with Sam. I was like, just do it. Just do it. You can totally do it. Just do it. Allow yourself some happiness. You deserve it. Like, it was just so sad. It was so fucking sad. And she just, like, kind of sat there and, like, froze on the rooftop. I was like, oh, my God. Like, I, I honestly don't know. How you couldn't have just said, like, yeah, I'm done. I'm done with it. You can have it. You can have my I mean, soul. Right, right that's what like, I mean. Right that's what I, Okay, see, this is what I'm saying. What would it take for somebody to just be like, I'm done. Take my soul. Yeah. Take it. Like, why? I Yeah, and it's like, why does she, why does she keep going? Why? Like, what is her why? purpose to why? keep going? Like, I don't, I honestly but that, don't understand. But that's what I mean. Like, that's another thing. What is her purpose to keep going? Because it's hard. The fact that she just described Sam the way she did, that was obviously a true love for her. That's somebody that she obviously, if she wasn't in this type of predicament, she could have spent her whole life with. And yet, knowing that you can't, knowing that you have to wake up every day and start over to make this specific person fall in love with you every day because there's a connection there like just like you said i'll at that point in time i would have told the darkness say yo take it because i can't deal with this no more this is i'm done yeah like it's just it's so it's so difficult and it was just and to think that she's experienced that seven times she's experienced that seven times she's experienced that type of love seven times and has left seven times knowing that nothing can come out of it knowing knowing the actual end after the first time i would have just told the darkness hey yo i'm done like you right can, you can you have, can have it. it i'm like i'm, I'm done, I'm done. Correct. I'm done. it's like how many times can you take that heartbreak That's what i mean because you know that type of love is a different type of heartbreak the type of hurt she had to have gone through to let go of Sam is the type of hurt that would make you want to give up your soul. Whereas the type of hurt that she went through after she gave up Toby after two weeks is more of a, okay, it is what it is. You know what I mean? It's more of a, yeah, I can let this go. I'm not happy. I'm not okay. But I know 
that I can do it. This this book just gets sadder and sadder. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Bro, I shed, yeah, I shed some tears oh for Addie God. and Sam. I shed some tears for Addie and Samantha. It was, it was sad. It was sad. It just, uh, it oh. just makes me so sick. So that it's, was, that uh, was, that was chapter two. Yes. And I just, I, I could not, I could not do it. I had to sit and let that one really, just kind of yeah. marinate for a minute. Yeah. And it's, it's. And I would like to say it got better after that. Did not. Did not. But guess what, guys? It just got fucking worse. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you, you want to talk about Paris, France? Oh. All right. I'm going to just. You want to talk no, about No, you could do it because I'm, I'm t- at this point in time, <laughs> this book has made me feel way more than I should. Some type of way. Way more than I should. But I will tell y'all, we are now in, it's chapter three. We are now in Paris, France, and it's August 9th, 1714. Morgan, you could go ahead and take this damn chapter because I'm done. Uh, oh, damn. You're just going to pass both of them off to me? Fucking done. Oh, my God. This is some bullshit. I'm done with this damn chapter. <laughs> y'all know damn well she usually talks about the chapters and I, I comment. This, this is, is some bullshit. We're, we're reversing it today because this is, this is. Oh. Fine. Yeah, Ashley's on her like third cup of wine. Y'all, y'all know <laughs> like, it's serious. It's, it's done. <laughs> this book has led me to drink. All right. We are in Paris, France. It is August 9th, 1714. Addie has finally made her way to Paris. But womp womp, y'all, because she is utterly disappointed. <laughs> oh my God. Um,. It is bad. It smells disgusting. Not what she expected. People are cramped up in every corner. It sounds like New York. And <laughs> right now, it sounds like present day New York. How y'all New Yorkers doing? Um. <laughs> <laughs> so never mind me. I need to check in on my friends. <laughs> um. But yeah. <laughs> so she made it to Paris. People are living in squalor, y'all. They are shitting where they are pissing and eating where they are shitting. And it is not this well. This just made me not want to live in Paris at that time. Like, I always... No, not no, at that no, time. Not at all. Not at that time, no. So all the stories that her dad told her... Lies. They are of Paris in maybe a later They're date. lies. Or if you are rich. This if you man are rich and you live in a different part of lied Paris. Lied to her. Yeah. He made her think that Paris was going to be amazing. No, 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 sir. It is if you're rich. No, no, no. If you are rich. Nothing in my house. And you, if, if you are rich in oh, Paris. Oh, yeah. Yeah, maybe. I feel like for any point in time, But yeah. if you are, if you're a peasant in Paris, no. Absolutely not. So she just was, you know, utterly disappointed when she got there. She couldn't find anywhere to stay. She does end up finding one boarding house that takes her. And the woman makes her pay up front for a week's worth of stay. And she has these stolen coins in her pocket. And she's like, okay, can you at least give me like a receipt showing that I have proof or something like that? And the woman's like, girl, I never forget a face. And she's mm. like, <laughs> well, hello. <laughs> hello. I bet you will today. <laughs> and so the woman, of course, doesn't give her a receipt, walks off. Addie finally, you know, tries to get some rest. But it is short lived because the woman comes back, sticks the key in the door and a guy rips her out of bed. And Addie's like, yo, I paid for this room. Like you told me, you never forget a face. She throws all of this information back at the woman. 
And the woman's like, no, you're a liar. And they pretty much throw her out into the pouring rain. Addie freaks out because she forgot her little bird statue or her sculpture, but they throw it out after her and the wing breaks again this time, but it's not repaired because of course this was not her own doing. So that's pretty much, you know, it. she spends her time on the streets and stuff. She doesn't have anywhere else to sleep. Um, she's trying to get food, but has no money. And uh, she ends up sitting in front of this like little stoop, but a woman pushes her off with like a broom and she's like, oh, go sell your body somewhere else. And she's like, I'm not a whore. And people keep telling her like, go somewhere else, you can't be here. And she's like, yo, I'm not a whore. And they're like, oh, well, aren't you noble? That's not gonna fill your belly, like being noble. You better get out there and like sell your wares. And Addie's like, oh my God, I can't believe they they said that to me. But as she starts to think about it, She's like, they're they're right. You know, I can't just sit here and, and, and starve, even though I'm not going to yeah. die. It still, you know, fucking sucks. So this is where it gets really, really dark. And this definitely made me go get a bottle of wine. And uh, if you follow us on IG, <laughs> this is why I recorded that reel last night. <laughs> because... I just was in utter shock and disbelief and dismay. She ends up going down to the docks and um, selling her virginity mm-hmm. for money so that she can eat. And at this point, I was just like, holy shit. Like, this took a turn for the absolute worst. It was, <laughs> this is very much Les Mis. This was yeah. very much lame as. This was very much like, how do I feed? Well, in Addie's case, how do I feed myself? So we know back then, unfortunately, for a woman, you only had limited options. You was either married yeah. or you sold your body in order to make a living. And unfortunately, if you did that, you were considered a whore or considered unholy, unworthy, not Madonna-like. And it's upsetting to know that This is what Addie realized she had to do in order to survive. And the fact that her first time was sold to somebody, a stranger, she didn't even know. And it wasn't gentle. It wasn't what anybody would expect their first time to be. Is heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. And the whole time she was talking about how, like, her mother always told her, like, you're not supposed to get pleasure or whatever as a woman, but she always imagined, like, it would be with her green-eyed, like, lover and that, you know, it would be when they were married or what have you and that, you know, it would be when they were traveling or whatever. It's just, like, she was describing what she wanted it to be like and how it was just, like, an awful experience and how she was trying to block it out and immediately afterwards she threw up. I mean, on the on the pavement, I would have thrown and up too, honestly. What yeah, else can you I do? was just like, this is this is a yeah. lot. Like up until up until that point in the book, everything had been a lot, and then when we got to that moment, it was just like jaw dropping. Like I I don't even know what to say. Yeah, like this is this is everything up until that point. I think I could handle. And then when I got to that, I was just like, this, this is like, and this is during the first couple, this is during the first couple of months or actually no, the this same is d- within the, the first couple of, but yeah, month. that she got there. Yeah. yeah. 
after a couple yeah so this is like right after she made her um her wish Mm -hmm. and i was just like god like and she didn't give up her soul like right after that like yeah it was a lot so i had to sit the book down after that and kind of just like regroup my thoughts because that was just like really wild and then we go into chapter four and this takes place in paris but it's a year later on july 29th 1715 so it's one year after she was supposed to get married to roger one year after she made her wish she is pretty much in a hotel room she's learned how to con people a little bit better so she has a guy in there and of course he's trying to like um have sex with her but she pretty much put the sleeping medicine in the wine bottle knocked his ass out so she could just have somewhere to stay for the night and she pretty much has to do this every, every night. night so that she has somewhere to yep. sleep. Damn. Like, we thought she had it rough, like, now in New York trying to find somewhere to sleep. No, girl. No. 1700s is a whole different beast. So it is, yo. It's, it really is. God damn. So she has to do this every single night. She's looking at the little bit of medicine that she has left. And she's like, I'm really going to have to get some more of this. And she's like, maybe I'll take a little bit myself so I can go to sleep. And as she's looking at the medicine in the bottle, she hears a voice. Lo and behold, where the fuck has this man been for the year? Way. For a whole year. year. Where the hell have you been, sir? Where? He's like, and and this is the first thing he says to her. I have to admit. How disappointing. I expected more. He was like, how disappointing. Excuse me. Where were you a year ago? Excuse me? Where were you a year ago? About a year ago. I just slept. slept whole the fucking year. You left you. me a whole fucking year to figure out shit. And now you got the audacity to come back into my life and be like, how disappointing. Right. Nah. And he's talking about. I can't just come when you call, Addie. I have other people to attend Bullshit. to. Bullshit. Beat your ass. Bullshit, Beat your ass. yo. <laughs> right. Bullshit. I saw you up in the clouds watching me. <laughs> Talk about you got other people to attend to. Why are you just watching me. me then, huh? Yeah. It's just me. Yeah. So he comes in and he's talking to her. Addie's banging on his chest because he took his human form or her yeah the her perfect, perfect man, man form yeah. trying to again finesse the shit right. out of her soul and so he's like asking her oh did you think it was gonna be easy i gave you exactly what you wanted i gave you exactly what you asked for and i was like okay he is making valid points no okay look i'm not saying i'm not mad that he gave her what she asked for i'm mad that you gave her what you what she asked for and then you dipped you left you disappeared my girl was stuck figuring out what to fucking do and there was no guidance but that's the thing too he did say i'm not a genie all right fine I'm that's not a fine all right the genie from aladdin did not guide aladdin okay not well not that not that he didn't guide him but you know what i mean like i'm just saying he could have a little a little guidance. would have been nice been nice would have been nice would have been nice especially if you plan on coming back year later. Year later to check in on me like hey how's things exactly. going would you like to give me your soul would you like some see that's what it? i mean okay, i'll be back if you had the audacity to come back and be like all right cool like are you ready are you ready to give up your soul you good with it you done you tired you all right with it like if that is the case sir you could have came back the night that i gave up my virginity and had asked me the fuck if i wanted my soul and it said you let me suffer for a year in having to learn the knowledge needed to fucking be able to stay in a room and not have no guy you know you know what i just thought about 
It's like a 12 month lease agreement. Oh my god. <laughs> you got 12 months. I'm leasing you your out soul if you live to here you. or not. You know you got 12 months, you figure it out if you no longer want to want to live here. You let you me know. Move. You let me know. You let me know. <laughs> you, you, got, you let me know. You got 12 months, you figure it out. Every 12 months you let me know well, if you want to continue your lease or I not. Mean, and to be honest, if this is the case, this bitch has been doing this lease agreement for 300 years. Like, God damn. So, oh yeah, that's God. that's pretty much it. And then, yeah, but he's doing everything he can. He's putting in all this stuff, like, just watching her suffer, seeing how long she can, like, handle it. And then when he comes back, he's trying to, like, Edge her. do the whole lover's embrace well, thing. Well, yeah, and be because... like, oh, don't you just want to give me your it's soul? Like, like, it wouldn't be so much easier. It's like a lot of backlash. Or not backlash. Whiplash. It's a yeah. lot of whiplash because she's going through these situations that are devastating and then to have this person come in who looks like your dream guy who looks like the guy that you constantly dream about that you wanted from day one come in and then give you a little bit of sass but like you said give you a little bit of lovers stuff and then be like all right hey i'm here do you you know do you want to give up that soul now i'm I'm here for you right it's so bad though it's oh my god it's such a toxic relationship it's a toxic relationship it really is oh duh oh my god yeah yeah, it is duh this one is more toxic than dark lean Bruh, oh hell yeah, it's more toxic than Dark Lena. Listen, the Darkling actually cared. Uh, that about man was Lena. in love with her. He wanted her by his side. He didn't just want to put a, car- a collar on her. He wanted her to have all the power. Okay? This shadow man just, just wants, wants the soul. soul. That's all, That's he, all wants. he wants. He just wants the soul. But my. He's like, listen, Shadi, I told you what it was from the but jump. But the thing is. <laughs> <laughs> my thing is, though, if we think about it, right? He tells her, oh, I have other people I have to, you know, take their souls from. There's other people I have to, whatever. Then why are you preoccupied with coming back and asking Addie, hey, like, do you want, do you still want your soul? Like, if you have all these souls, why come back? To Addy. Because he has to check in on his investments. But you have other investments. Okay, yeah, but I have to check in on my investments. I just made a deal with you. You're the one that's suffering the most. Are you is ready? She? Yes. But is she no. really yes. suffering the no. most? I wonder what other people are suffering. Probably. I would assume so. I would assume so. Why not? That's true. Why not? Why not? Why not? I don't know. This book is sad. It, it gets me in my feels. From the sounds of it, it sounds like this bitch is the one that's suffering the most. I would say so. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll but see how much Henry's su- Henry suffering, all right? We'll see how much this my man's is suffering. Oh, bitch. Yeah, it sounds like Henry's suffering. Too. <laughs> we'll see how much my man's is suffering. They're going to get together, and it's just going to be one sad-ass oh, I expect song. them to drink a lot. That's what I expect when they get together. Oh, just yeah. Drink. Yeah, me too. Lots, just of, lots drinking, of drinking, And please. we'll all be drinking while we're reading this right. sad-ass book. right. But um, the the last line or one of the last lines in the chapter is Addie saying there's defiance in being a dreamer. Mm, yeah, there is. And I'm pretty sure, like we were asking earlier, what is the, the purpose? Like, why does she keep going? Yeah. And I'm pretty sure that's got to be the thing. Defiance. Like, just her sheer defiance of not giving in. Yeah. That's got to be one of the sole things. Because I just cannot imagine anything else like keeping her going like i would i would just be like you know what fuck it i i can't i can't do it i can't but i think that i think it's exactly what you said though it's it's the dreamer in her it's the romanticism and the hope that she has that somebody will remember her that somebody will somebody eventually 
will remember her for more than two minutes or two seconds or whatever. And I think that's, it's precious to her and that's what keeps her going. The thing is, it's kept her going for 300 years. Now, hopefully Henry will break that. I mean, I'm hoping so. I'm hoping so. I don't know how. but Me either, we, but I'm, I'm putting see. my eggs in that basket. I'm like, all right, this man is going to do it. Something... I w- yeah, oh, I feel like Henry gonna let no. me down. Bro. Henry gonna let me down. No. I can feel it. No, Henry, no. Okay, well then, predictions. Do you have any this week? After reading about Henry and realizing that he does remember Addie, I do think he is essential to something. Whether or not okay. that is the loophole, whether or not that is something to break the curse or whatever, I think he is essential to. Addie no longer living the life that she lives. You know what I mean? No longer okay. being that immortal. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm hoping. Or th- that's, fingers crossed that that's what Henry is there for. In regards to the Shadow Man, I think we're going to see a lot more of him now. I think he's becoming not uneasy. He's becoming not impatient. Unraveled. He's getting to the point where he's like, all right, bitch, it's been 300 years. Like, <laughs> give me give me the give damn me soul. Like... <laughs> I'm hoping that, like, granted, I don't want it to to be like that exactly, but I'm hoping that, like, he'll become impatient and he'll fuck up in some way. And that will let Addie figure out how to get out of this or figure out how to manipulate him. Because she's had 300 years to think about it. She's had 300 years to interact with him, to figure out his dislikes and his likes, his mood swings whenever he's around her. So I'm hoping that, like, my prediction is that she will, with that knowledge, she will figure out something. And maybe Henry will tie into it. very interesting if she talked him into, like, a new deal. Because, like... Oh, that'd be sick. That line where he says, live with me or whatever, I love you. That that line, you can't tell me she can't manipulate him in some way or get him to talk in some... There's gotta be something. Oh! I like it. Okay. Okay. I didn't even think about that. It's a relationship almost. This is somebody who is yeah. is been in your life for 300 years. Granted, he's not with you every day, but you interact with him to an extent. So you should, for the past 300 years, have been studying him and knowing his likes, his dislikes, his attitudes, his mood swings, whatever it is. Okay. My prediction, my, my number one prediction is the same as yours with Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I, I have a lot of, uh, I have a lot of doubt because this book just keeps crushing my my hope. (laughs) I do think that Henry might be a key to unlocking or undoing the curse. Still don't know how. Um, but maybe he is the storm cloud that can undo the shadow. Fingers crossed that Uh, that's... We'll see. Also, this isn't like a big thing, but I do think that so far... We have been introduced to a love in part one and part two. So going forward in the book, I do think that we'll be introduced to a love in each part of the book. That makes sense. So I'm interested to see kind of how that plays out or ties in. So I know we have Sam from part two. I'm thinking part one was her dad. Like, you know how people say, like, your dad is your first love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. True. And you also said that you think that, uh, and I agree with you, that, 
the shadow uh, shadow man is also one of her loves in a sense because yes, we think yes so that's three that we know we, yeah of so we think far. that something went down with them in new orleans so because she constantly yeah, but it'll definitely it. yes because she constantly keeps mm-hmm. mentioning it so i i know it'll it'll go into more yeah. depth um but yeah i think it'll definitely like it'll be discussed but i think but those are the those are the two that do you i have think henry could be one of her loves it's shaping up like I don't think that they would introduce him and have a, a whole point of view chapter for unless him. Unless he was. If unless he played some type of importance right. in her life. I agree with that. I agree because I feel like like you said, they wouldn't have played him up or given him some type of importance because if you noticed, Addie seems to talk about the people that she had a real connection with. And names them where like other mm-hmm. people she's just like oh this person i met or this boy i spent blah 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 with or the whatever like for instance james was somebody that she mentioned by name that she was like this is somebody i can see would have been like a, one of my closest friends or sam the woman that she spent the two months with like that's another but person that she mentioned by name and like it wasn't a fling it was obviously something more serious i think she she yeah. tends to talk about people that she really cares about by name yeah and she even ends the chapter by saying the boy's name Mm -hmm. is henry Mm -hmm. and so she's taken a a little interest to him yeah i don't think that'll be her last time probably going to the bookshop i highly doubt that so no yeah i would keep going especially if somebody remembered me and nobody's remembered me for the past 300 years oh no yeah yeah and try to be like yeah, I would try to I would try to see like would, if I go back go? to the bookshop next yeah. time. Yeah, I would try to go back to the bookshop and be like just try to see yeah. if like any little ember like or sparks off and be like, "Hey, do you uh, remember me? Like what's do going you, on? Uh, you remember me? Remember, remember me. me?" Oh, I love Coco. <laughs> I love Coco. <laughs> So, yeah, I think she's definitely... Oh, then let's make that a prediction. I think she's going to try to go back to the bookshop and see if he does remember her. Okay, yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So we'll see. Hopefully he does. I hope that, like, a little something sparks off. Even if he's like, your face looks familiar. Yeah, but like, I can't would be you. Something. Oh, my God, even that would be... Yeah. She was so shocked. She was so shocked at how he looked. That bitch was dumbing out and she said... Ah. She was so shocked knew. at how he looked, and then she was even more shocked at the fact that he remembered her. She was she was done. She was like, I don't, I can't, I can't make a coherent thought. I'm out. Yeah. So that's pretty much it for those chapters. Correct. Yeah. The next chapters that we are gonna read are chapters five, five through fourteen. Yeah. So that's pretty much the rest of part two. Five through fourteen. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Damn, that really is. Yeah, that's so the we're going to read the... Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, that's the end of part two. So we're just going to read 5 through 14, the rest of two? part two. Okay. Yep. Wow. I expect the shadow man to be in here, damn it, all the time now. He better. He that better. That interaction was actually pretty... It was, it was, it was, it was nice. Yeah. My notes literally said, oh, shit, he's back. And better than ever. No, let me stop. <laughs> he's back and better than ever. By popular By demand. Popular demand. As always, guys, thanks for following along and reading with us. We hope that you are not as depressed as oh my we God. are. And if you are, Please I am so goddamn sorry. Off. I am so sorry. Yeah. Next time we'll, we'll screen the I book so that we sorry. decide to read. I am so sorry. But we hope that you're enjoying the book. <laughs> um, We do have, once we finish up with, with Addie, 
uh we do have a book in mind we'll make that announcement later on yes just so everybody can be focused on Addie larue and then we'll talk about which book we've decided to read as our our third book oh my god we're getting there as it it's crazy i know it's, it's crazy. crazy right yep. yes on that note we will see you guys next week next week stay young at heart guys bye, bye.